Last session, after our adventurers had successfully recovered their first broken star fragment from the iron mines, found their way into shipwreck door, where the pirate Captain James Hook stood with another piece of the star fragment in his good hand. After taking the star fragment and bedding it into his own chest, replacing his own dead heart, he revealed that not only himself, but his entire pirate crew have been cursed. Hook hopes to use all the star fragments together to break the curse him and his crew are plagued with, ridding themselves of being undead creatures of the night and finding a way off the island. Unfortunately for our players, Captain Hook, at the end of a long sprawl battle with Helen, fled with the player's star piece as well. Hook now has two star fragments. Our players have none, but what they do have is their dear friend Dante recovered. After Hook stole away Dante in the middle of the night and used Dante as bait to lure our adventurers to his trap, the group is reunited. Half beaten Helen, Barely regaining consciousness after her close fight, one-on-one -on -one battle with Hook, we find our players still in shipwreck shore. The pirates, the spiders, Captain Hook all fleeing from the area, though their success leads to our party's smiled failure, but not all hope is lost. The party has met a few other creatures and groups on the island. Lost boys, gnomes, construction spiders, you name it. It's possible one of these groups, these factions, these organizations might have the ability to help the group not only infiltrate Captain's Hook pirate ship, the Jolly Roger, the recovered two-star fragments, but also explore the rest of the island and recover the other three star fragments. We pick up today's session in Shipwreck Shore. Our group 
pulling Dante and Helen back onto dry land, uh, a shallow beachhead where a cliff side wall separates the group from the island proper. Helen regaining her consciousness, Dante regaining his consciousness. The group is together and will now have to come up with a plan to move forward. Helen, how are we feeling after our fight with Captain Hook? Um, well, the first thing that Helen would do upon waking up is look for Dante, um, who's hopefully yeah. nearby. Absolutely, yeah. The group not only pulled you to shore, uh, but pulled Dante as well, freeing him of his restraints, getting the lung, his air, his lung free of water, and making sure everyone's alive and well. Um, how far away is he from me? Um, you're all together right now on the beach, you know, five, ten feet away from each other. All right, well, the minute that I'm conscious and I see Dante, I'm going yeah. to pull him into a very large embrace. <clears throat> okay. The last bit of water was left in Dante's lungs are squeezed out from Helen's embrace, yeah. I... <laughs> I'm very glad that that you're alive. Hi. Um. Yeah. Um. It was close there. I. I didn't know. It was. I don't know. I was sleeping right next to all of you right before I was taken and. Um. Yeah. I. I, I think I, I was coming in and out, but I, I think I heard. I heard you, um, helping me out. Uh, is it really cold out right now? <clears throat> yeah, Dante, you, you would also notice that Helen has fresh cuts, puncture wounds from like, you know, saber mm -hmm. pierces, you know, into her skin, bruises. She's soaking wet as well. Um, you can tell that she went through a lot to, to get you back on shore here. Um. Wait, uh, are you, are you okay? You... Uh, I, I'll be fine. <laughs> you, you know me. <coughs> she coughs up blood. Um, That's not okay. Um, well, uh, at least both our pants are wet now. Hey, <laughs> 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 okay, um, I kind of hate this place, but. I think we need to find somewhere to be safe for a bit to, I don't know, warm up, patch you up. Um, and I just look out to the ocean. Um, after dealing with those people, I think we need some sort of shelter. Uh, thank Agreed. you again. Thank you. Uh, you would have done uh, the same for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I didn't, when I was coming in and out, I thought, I thought it was it, you know, I thought, I thought I was going to be left here in Neverland, um, so thank you. I was never going to leave you. <clears throat> I turned to the rest of the Yep, <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. I turn to the rest of the group and say, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I 
lost the uh, the star fragment. <clears throat> I don't say anything, but I will wild shape. And I'm going to wild shape into what looks like a, like a, a big giant starry wine goblet. Nice. And then I will cast um, cast cure wounds on Helen. And let's see. So I will cast it at. <laughs> no, keep doing what you're doing. That's fine. I'm good over okay. here. I have room for one hero here, okay? Oh yeah, it should be Helen. <laughs> Definitely should be Helen. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I will cast it, and then she will get... Let's see. So 2d8, but then because I am a giant chalice right now, you will also get an extra d8 plus 5. So 3d8 plus 5. 3d8 plus 5, okay. Truthfully, I <laughs> my sheet still just says I've succeeded these uh, death saves. How do I get it to go back to where so, I was alive? <laughs> put, your, put your hit point total at one. Okay. Cur- and then Shifra, if you want to, if you want to roll those dice. Um, yeah, if you want to roll those dice while I figure out. Okay. How in the hell? Okay. Genevieve, make a quick perception check for me while uh, Helen is drinking out of a constellation chalice. <laughs> 20, 23 hit points. Not wow. too shabby. Oh. Genevieve, as you're looking around shipwreck shore here, um, it's very clear to you, um, just, just narrowly clear to you, maybe. Um, that some of these, you know, broken ships that have washed ashore, some of their, you know, halls or compartments still, you know, in place somewhat, um, could be suitable um, for a resting area, at least for a short rest, to stay out of the elements. Um, Helen, don't don't apologize. Honestly, I think we're just lucky that we got out of it. So. Um. If we're looking for somewhere to stay, I think maybe that some of these older ships, there may be areas that we can still get some uh, grace from all this. That's a good idea. <clears throat> I try to get up and I'm like trying to put Dante on my back. You can probably fight me on this <laughs> if you want. I think we're going to stubbornly help each other. I think that's what we're going to do. Like two wounded comrades just trying to stumble and, and, and look tough for a second. But just 10 minutes of lifting each other up and falling down and lifting each other up and then falling down. Precisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. With that, we can make it. <laughs> you can all find a, a washed ashore section of a, of a small what was probably at one point a, a fishing vessel um, to, to, to rest in. Uh, still dry, you can hear water creeping up the sand of the shallow beach um, as you all take a short rest. Um, it is closer to, you know, early morning, super late at night, probably 4 or 5 a.m. at this point. Um, while you uh, go to your character sheets and, and roll your hit die, recover any spells or, 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 or class features that you get during a short rest. Now might be a good time to 
figure out where we want to go next. Of course, we know Captain Hook in his ship, the Jolly Roger, is but one hex south of Shipwreck Shore. You could try to board his vessel and reclaim both star pieces back for yourself. But after what just happened, it might be better to get more information on Hook, his ship, or even get some allies in order to confront Hook, his pirates, and his spiders. We know another piece of the star fell nearby in hex number two, near the beachhead of Neverland, where we first entered the island. If you recall, there were dancing crabs in that area. More hex pieces to the northeast across the island could be a good break and an opportunity to run into some potential friends on Neverland if you want to make your way across there. Of course, as we know, there's a great big island to explore. Um, and now is a kind of a good time to figure out what we want to do. Before we, we launch into planning, um, as we're in our little ship, yeah. shipwreck hovel, um, I want to turn to Genevieve and say, I don't know uh, how to ask this per se, but I sort of blacked out at some point there. It was well, less blacking out and more whiting out, honestly. Um, did something happen? Did something happen? I when? saw... Uh, I don't know if I was seeing things, but I saw some people... Uh, you didn't see them too, did you? I, I did. They were all around you. Have you never seen that before? No. Uh, I I don't know what happened. I just it was it was all so much, and then I just it was like something broke in my brain, and everything came. Ah, this doesn't make any sense. Um, but. I, I don't know. I don't know why it happened. Uh, and well, I don't know if it's going to happen again. In regards to it not making sense, we are... Look where we are. Look at our surroundings. <laughs> it's... I don't really expect anything to make sense at this point, but at, at least in my experience, if I get super emotional about something, I, I know when I was younger, that's when I started noticing things. And it was, and she'll lower her voice a little bit. It was really clear that when we found out about Dante, that that really affected you. Uh, I I don't have a lot of people uh, that care about me in this world, and I know I can count on him always, and I just couldn't. I couldn't let that go <laughs> without a fight. That's <laughs> who I am. And I think that's a great thing about you, Helen. Thank you. Of course. But you were amazing out there. I, I was genuinely scared at a couple points, but... Me too! <laughs> <laughs> I thank you guys for stepping in. I don't I don't think I'd be here now if it wasn't for all of you. 
Well, I think it's safe to say that there's more than one person that cares about you. Wow. <laughs> uh. Sorry, was that a bit much? I know this has been a rough day. No, I just, it's... I've lost a lot of people in a short amount of time, and I, I didn't expect to, to gain that back so soon. But it's, it's nice, and I appreciate it. I appreciate all of you. I'm not good with words. I, I need to stop now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, where... I, I guess we should probably think about where we want to go next, everyone. Uh, if we are doing this... Dante is not going to be able to help or contribute till the next day because he is sleeping next to whatever fire or warmth we have established, even if it was Dante who did it because exhausted. <laughs> what, what time of day is it again, DM? Yeah, and, and Dante, during the short rest, although your character is, is probably sleeping and, and, and getting some rest, you can still participate in the conversation of, you know, planning and, and that sort of thing. Okay, sure. Point, um, point of order, because I recall Hook getting awfully, awfully uh, funky when the sun went down, which would imply that the sun has recently gone down. Could we not bed down here for a longer-esque rest? Uh, unfortunately, mm. in order to benefit from a long rest, you have to have substantial uh substantial like environment or, or shelter um fair, being fair. inside of a building uh the use of magic um in, in a safe place with allies yeah you need like substantial lodging which do exist on neverland and might be important to find for for later use as well um but in this case just a short rest is what we will take um Currently, it's it's about four, five in the morning um, on day four of week one in the island of Neverland. Um, I would say that by or Shifra, make a uh, make a history check with advantage, please, uh, since okay. it concerns the island. Oh, gosh. OK, <laughs> uh, an eight An eight. Plenty for this check. Um, you, you do recall, um, as we've encountered it before, there are two times a day where the island gets a little funky, gets a little magical energy surging through it. It's called chime hours at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Depending on where you are on the island, some magical effect, whether it be uh, harmful, helpful, um, environmental, what have you, um, happens you know that probably by the time we finish up this short rest those time hours will be kicking in okay and in terms of context with with planning our next moves currently we are at shipwreck door directly north of you is dense jungle leading to the base of the large mountain range uh, at the top of the island of neverland Past there, two more hexes is where a star fragment has fallen. And, and frankly, the group has never been that far north of the island. Completely unexplored territory. Um, south, you can head towards the Jolly Roger, where Captain Hook has his pirate ship landed. 
Um, there is beachfront as well as jungle to sneak around if you want to use it as a shortcut to get to the larger beachfront on the very south end of the island where another star fragment has fallen. Directly east, you will find not only dense jungle, but that large mouthed river cutting through the island of Neverland. Um, there's a rope bridge where we encountered those friendly construction building gnomes um, who said that they do have some sort of foothold, some sort of uh, village deeper in the island. Uh, there's also an unexplored part of the river that the players have not been to yet, um, where the current is a little slower and a little easier to just walk across the water. Um, so we have, we can head to the mountains, deeper into the jungle, or to the beachfront. At some point during our short rest, I would kind of go off by myself, and I would like to use my inside informant ability. Ooh, tell me more. Okay. I have connections to my previous employer or other groups that I've dealt with during my previous employment. Nice. I can communicate with my contacts, gaining information at the DM's discretion. Is there any specific information you're looking for, i.e. like a better place to rest, maybe where a precise location of a, a star has fallen, a certain like person or organization or group? Yes. I would be looking to perhaps talk to Queen Mab yeah. or get in contact with her some way about just like updating her on this hook situation. And does she have any information that would help us recover the star fragments from the Jolly Roger and the undead pirates? Very good. Um, give me a little flavor, Shifra, as you kind of step away from the group's resting area to make this communication. Um, well, I kind of imagine this since I also have that like ability to find familiar with a pixie. I kind of imagine that I would like use that in conjunction and I would have this pixie who I sort of communicate through is like she's like a medium sort of. Sure. And so I would I would do that and I would have a little pixie in front of me. Um, say I need I need some information from Queen Mab. Um, we've we've lost one of the star fragments, and now Captain Hook. Uh, I'm sure she knows him. He has two star fragments on the Jolly Roger. Does she have any information? None of us have ever been here, and I haven't been here, obviously, in a very very long time. So we don't really know what to do. Absolutely, and as you summon this pixie. Um, its wings flutter and chime like a like a rotary rotary phone ringing, um, and you hear Queen Mab's voice, you know, come out of the small pixie's mouth. Uh, and Queen Mab says, "Hmm, seems you've been in a, a bit of a toss-up here on the island." Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> that Captain Hook. Is always stirring up trouble around my island. Captain Hook but is always he isn't without his own weaknesses him. that can be exploited. Yes. It is said that he has rivals on the island. I'm sure you've encountered these roaming children amidst the trees and shrubs and sandy beaches on the island. It is oh, said yeah. that Yes, it is said their leader is Captain Hook's most hated living creature in all of not just the island, but the entire world. 
If you could seek out this Just lost boy, he could certainly help you infiltrate and combat the pirates. Now, if you're not interested in dealing with children, because quite frankly, who is? Uh, you could seek out the gnomes on the island as well. It is said that Captain Hook often employs the gnomes to make repairs on his large ship. The gnomes, mainly neutral on the island, don't shy away from a good, good deal of coin. If you could find the gnomes, their hideaway is difficult to find in the deep jungle uh, on the opposite side of the island, just north of my hill. But befriend them and, uh, <laughs> well, drink with them. And they but might spill the beans and, on uh, some secret uh, hook well. information. Oh, interesting. Thank you. Um, you don't like dealing with kids? No, they're ghastly creatures, too rambunctious, at least the ones that are on the island. They can't be, uh, you know, dealt with in any orderly fashion, but we'll talk about that on a different day. Okay, well, thank you so much for your help. Oh, yeah. Good luck, girl. And then the pixie just, pink, disappears. <laughs> okay. And so then at some point later, I would come back to the group and relay this information and say, um, I've done some um, communing with the natural powers of this land. And I think that our best bet for defeating Captain Hook would be to seek out the leader of the Lost Boys. Apparently, this undead pirate is really flummoxed by a small child. So if we can find him, he can help us out. And also, the gnomes um, will uh, spill the tea on Captain Hook if we kind of go befriend them and hang out with them and party with them. Emily, it doesn't sound too bad now, does it? No. <laughs> I mean, uh, fine by me. Uh, of course, Captain Hook is scared by children. How else would this place work, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what this child has that I don't have. That's what's really bothering me now. <laughs> it's an interesting thought, yeah. Also, yeah. I don't mind having an R and R with uh, some gnomes if that's gonna, you know, uh, give us a time, a little respite. Uh, so, um, I guess uh, after, well, I guess we can't get a good rest here, but uh, after this little bit of rest, I'm I'm game for anything. I guess. Yeah. So. You think the kids are still up there on the hillside? Oh Children? my gosh. <laughs> Children? As you call out, Helen, um, make an insight check for me. 16. 16. You call out for the band of Lost Boys the group encountered last session who led you to Shipwreck Shore. Um, but just your own echoed voice bellows down from the top of the cliff face. You do recall, however, that the Lost Boys told you that their leader, this, this child in charge, 
um, sent them to keep an eye on the pirates, uh, to watch them and, and spy on them. It's possible the closer you get to the Jolly Roger, Captain Hook's pirate vessel, the more likely you would run into some Lost Boys. That would lead the group directly south from your current location. We also ran into the gnomes deeper in the island center, which would be directly east from the group's current location. Dallas, how are you feeling right now? A lot of information has been thrown around here. Yeah, Talith has been pretty quiet. Um, uh, just, just kind of like, probably noticeably so, because he's not typically quiet. Um, just kind of like watching, uh, agitated, but not in the same kind of like energetic way. Um, more in, I, 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 almost an angry way, you might say. And he, he's not talking much. He's just kind of following everybody else's lead. Very good. Does anyone want to weigh in on, on a thought of, of where to head next, where to lead the group? Well, I mean, the fact that we're having to choose between a bunch of children and gnomes is something, but <laughs> I guess we already know where the gnomes are, so that's an advantage there. True, yeah. I kind of personally am leaning towards the gnomes. They sound like a fun time. We could find out all the information from them and then go seek out this lost boys leader who seems, you know, a lot more like, you know, volatile perhaps and unpredictable. Yeah, whereas the gnomes seem much more settled. I don't like the uh, sound of lost boys. So I think we know the gnomes and I guess probably better we go for the gnomes. They weren't the worst thing on the island. So oh, yeah, they were so friendly. Yeah. Gnomes can make weapons and weapons can hurt Hook. I think I think we should go to the gnomes. That is true, yeah. Hal, if you, you recall that the gnomes are master workers of material. They can make weapons, armor, other supplies and goods for survival on the island that could make traversing the island a lot easier for the group. Very good. Sounds like we want to head east deeper into the island yes yeah. is it is it uh what time is it <laughs> uh what once we leave the short rest it'll just be about 6 a.m so like 5 55 right now in the morning it's almost chime time you know <gasps> oh chime time what's gonna happen <laughs> what do you think helen uh hopefully it's just Dancing crabs again. That was that was one of the better ones, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's nothing like, oh, reanimated skeletons here to fight again. <laughs> we already had that. So, you know, seems like variety is kind of the way this island likes to go. So, you know. I mean, I guess that's part for the course in this place, you know. A man can't get a break, so I guess <laughs> I guess we keep going. Very good. And if the if there's anything else the group needs to do before we disembark, now is the time to to let us know. Uh, so, as we all yeah. get up and like start to to head out, um, I do want to go over to Talith, and I uh, slip one of the greater potions of healing out of my pocket. Um, <laughs> And I just sort of 
hand it over to him, like, playfully, surreptitiously. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry you got so, like, you know, uh, cut up back there. I, I don't know, that was... Oh, I'm hoping it'll scar. Oh, oh yeah? No, scars, <laughs> scars are cool. Um, I, I, I hope it does too, like, for you. Um, I, I hope, I hope we don't have too many more things like that, though. Me? Well, <laughs> me? Um, you almost had him. Like, you were that close. <laughs> oh, well, I would have been nothing without you guys, so... Thank you. Oh, I don't know. This is a weird place. I don't. I I don't know. It seemed fun when we first got here, but it, I, it, it's less of that. People getting hurt. Dante's disappearing. Everything's weird. I don't know how to get home. The pirate man steals our glowy stuff, and like, I, we can't beat him. So how do we get it back? What do we even do? I, we're just. I think we're stuck here. I think you know this is where we are now. The only way forward is forward, as they say. <laughs> do they do they say that? They Where you're now. from? Oh, well, yeah, I guess I guess they do now. The only way forward is forward. Good. Excellent. I give him a and pat on the back and I walk away. I fall over. And forward no, no, no. we go. go. Um, oh, ball! You had a chance to roll your uh, short rest hit die. Get some. Get some of that back. And as we step out from our wrecked ship shelter and stand on the shallow sandy beach, it's, you know, it's probably a good, like, 12 feet from water to that, that rugged coastal wall of sand to stand on. <laughs> Shipwreck shore has volatile waves and waters that often, like, crash against that, that coastal stone wall and flood the beaches. As the seconds and minutes tip closer to 6 a.m., these violent, moving, crashing waves, which are the reason a lot of these ships have sunk or have not been able to leave this cove, start to die and dwindle down. As soon as you see a bit of sunlight on the horizon, you hear the bells, the whistles and the chimes flow through the island of Neverland, causing a fantastical, natural, magical surge of energy to bring the island new life. As the waters die down instantly, with the chime hours ringing, you all can see perfectly clear through the was once what was once frosty, foamy blue waters are now this like clear, transparent liquid. As the waters calm, there is a gargantuan creature revealed at the depths of Shipwreck Shore. A huge, sleeping, purple octopus with tendrils wrapped around sunken ships, its body nestled and plumped on top of a heaping pile of gold coins, jewels, weapons, and other magical goods. A treasure hoard lay at the depths of these waters in Shipwreck Shore, and a gargantuan octopus sleeps on top of it. Can you quantify gargantuan for me? A uh, hundred millimeter base. Can you say that in, in American? hundred <laughs> millimeters? hundred millimeters? Like, cause yeah, that's, that's like, uh, millimeters or meters? 
Millimeter? This is, this is oh, you I mean think. like in, in miniature? Okay. Yeah, in miniature terms. This is a real world, Joe. I'm going to need you to because use that's real, real Joe. not this, nerd this language. Is, this is a gargantuan miniature. Okay, 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 okay. Chief Rod next. Uh, that was the context <laughs> I needed. Okay. Oh, no. You can just implement, like, how many Shifras is this? <laughs> um, in fact, like, so it's it's body, the octopus's body is that size, but it's, it's tentacles, you know, wrap around the entirety of the hex and the cove. It, it's, it's massive. Could and one, like, yeah. could we surmise that, like, this is part of what keeps Captain Hook here, or no? You've certainly heard, of, you know, from Hook's own mouth that some creature that swims around patrols the island, you know, uh, sinks ships from trying to sail away and drags them back onto the island. Okay. He didn't specifically name what that creature is, but this octopus sleeping in the bay could fit that description. There's a possibility. Okay. Okay. And with a treasure hoard to boot. Okay. I just start elbowing whoever's right next to me. I'm just like, do you see? I mean, obviously we all see. I'm like, do you see that? Uh, it, it's uh, it's probably Dante. I'm like, Dante, did you see? Uh, yeah, see it. My ribs, though. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Have you ever seen like right where the rope burn was? How do you do that? Y'all, mm. y'all. I'm very quiet. I'm very quiet. I'm just also very excited. I do they have ears? It's an octopus. I think they I hear through the they... suction things. And it's really far down in the water. I was also yelling because he was hitting me right where the rope burn was. I'm very sorry about that. Understandable. Oh, are you okay, Dante? Yeah. yeah. I'll give that like a 8 out of 10 for convincing, but... Okay. <laughs> He's wise to you now. Damn. Well, looks like we're coming back for octopus at some point. I mean, can we, uh, oh wait, Dante, you can't right now. Okay, uh, yeah, we probably shouldn't right now, but we should, I mean, soon, right? Like soon? Soon what? Uh, we should go get some treasure. We're not gonna fight that thing. Ah, uh, I mean, we certainly can. We certainly should not, because that's probably part of what keeps Captain Hook stranded here. Right I'm now, this sorry. thing is our ally. I'm so walking away from uh, the other direction where this is because I I want Dante wants no part of what Talith is thinking. He's like, I'm just gonna start walking the other way. Like this conversation does not exist. Wherever Dante's walking, I am walking like a, a respectful but very close distance to him. So yeah. Nothing happens. It seems Talith that now might not be the best time to try to get the jump on a giant octopus. Okay, I'm mentally marking my head where it is because I know I'm not good with directions, but I'm going to remember this. Of course. Uh, in order to head east inland into the island of Neverland, uh, you'll have to travel a bit south through this hex of shipwreck shore where like the, the giant coastal wall like narrows and depresses to where you could actually leave the beach, walk in the jungle, and then elevate once more. It'll take about an hour to walk this distance. Um, 
while you're on the shallow, shandy, sandy shore, wow, I'm stumbling on my work today. Uh, there is a large object that kind of gets in the way of walking easily up this beach. This object is huge. Not even Helen could wrap both of her arms around it. It's a large, hardened, purple and green lined shell. That's the size of like a smart car, uh, you know, a, a small car that had looked like it has washed up on shore. Like eight shifras. Like eight shifras, that's right. Um. Did I say Shifra couldn't hug it? Or did I say Helen? You said Helen couldn't. You said Helen. Okay, uh, We're using me as a unit of measure now. So. Oh, right. How many Shifras tall is it approximately? <laughs> 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 um, as the group sort of like walks up to it, now it's in its entirety in your sight. It's very clear to you that this is a clam. Um, the natives of the island would call this an elephant clam. Um, that has been thrown up on shore here. You could easily walk around it, maybe getting your ankles wet or scraping the back, um, you know, of yourselves against like the coastal wall, shimmy around it. Um, but this could be an opportunity to investigate the clam as well. Um, do we want to walk past it or does I want to stop and observe? I know what Dante's doing. He's he's walking past it. Obviously. <laughs> I'm putting myself between the clam and Dante. <laughs> also, Joe, did you not practice that, you know, Sandy picks up seashells by seashore oh, thing no. today? Because, like, that's, I mean, you're a performer. We're on the beach today. I mean, come on. What was I thinking? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, is there anything? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Shifra. No, no, no. I was just going to say, is there anything that I could, like, being a nature expert, is there anything I could tell about it from a distance without disturbing it? Sure, make a nature check with advantage, please. Okay, okay. That will be a 23. Excellent. Shifra, you would know that this dried up elephant clam is dead. Just from observing it, right, it's completely dry. It looks like it's probably been on the beach for quite some time. There are large circular indentations on this hardened shell of the clam. In like perfect beaded lines, it's very clear that these are like suction cup marks. Most likely from that giant octopus sleeping in the bay, probably ate this clam and threw it mm -hmm. on the shore. Okay. Can I try to open the clamshell? Sorry, I'm <laughs> getting ahead of myself. Absolutely. Uh, Shaper, unless there was anything else you wanted to do with that information. No. I would um, just keep walking. Sure. Yeah, Helen, you, you guide Dante to the opposite side of the clam, um, and you're free to do with it as you will. Um, but before we get to you, Genevieve, was there something you wanted to say? Oh, Genevieve was saying that if I... Essentially, she would just be following if Dante and Helen were going past it. But if Helen starts, like, stops to double back, she'll get out of the way. Helen, give us the All flavor right. on opening a giant clam. All right, you know I have to do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I get my hands between the, the mouth and I, I do the, the classic pull. <laughs> as I yes. try to snap it open. 
Make a strength check, please. I would love to. Uh, yeah, 24. I'll say, I'll say while you do that, you better hope Shifra can fix fingers if you lose it right now. <laughs> I've gotten 10. Excellent. Uh, you can easily, Helen, pull the clam apart. Um, as it's like a little tough like to get the grip and pull, since the creature isn't alive, once you get that grip, it opens up pretty easily. Inside, you can see the sort of like, you know, meat and muscle of this elephant clam void, gone and missing, slurped up by that octopus. But you do see something still hanging around the, the very bottom end of the clam, a large pearlescent circular object. What do you want to do? I want it. That's what I wanted. I want that pearl. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I, I reach in. And... You reach in and you pull it out. And Helen, you're able to hold it in one hand, but any of your other companions have to hold this magnificent pearl in two. It's about the size of like a, a larger softball or like a small melon. Is it? Is she like LeBroning the yeah. pearl right now? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Helen, as as you stare at the clam's pearl, um, Talith, you look at it as well. This is not only just a magnificent piece of of, of treasure of value, but Shifra, Genevieve, and Dante, your arcane senses start to tingle uh, as you feel magic coming from this pearl. Hey, magic uh, folks, do you want this? Um, uh, and she, uh, Jenny will kind of look at Dante and Shifra questioningly. That's you. That's all you. I don't, I'm good. I don't need, no. I, don't, I, I, I thought this was like a component or something. I mean, it looks like it doesn't look like something I would use. <laughs> Jenny, I mean. I'm tossing it now. Like yeah. Jenny will try to grab it. <laughs> Yeah, Genevieve, you grab it. Make an arcane check, please. Oh, a natural 20 for 25. Ooh, that's what we get all the star fragments back. They just suck to the pearl. Genevieve, you can with ease identify this pearl as a pearl of spell storing. Much like a ring of spell storing, this object can hold five levels worth of spells inside stored to be used and consumed at a spellcaster's will all you have to do is cast a spell into the pearl and it'll hold the spell until you want to cast it later oh wow okay um i i had a ring similar to this at one point it i was able to um essentially and she'll turn to dante i was able to actually cast a spell in it and then have it held for a bit and then use it later. So I think this could hold several. Okay. Uh, so, do we? Uh, we could both look at it once we got time. I mean, I don't think this yeah. is the best. To of course, how it works. Because I agree. Later Actually, on. More importantly, and I'll point at the purple octaves. I imagine that we see because, like, the sea is super clear still. Yep. 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 Good point. Um later and she'll see if she's able to like fit this in one of the bags or does anyone have yeah. a space? We'll, <laughs> we we'll put it into your bag, Helen's bag, whoever's bag it needs to go to it'll be stored away. But Genevieve, you can keep the pearl in your inventory. 
Dante has a bag of holding, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't we get a bag of holding? Yeah, because when he wasn't, because when he got taken away, we all got really disappointed that the bag was gone. And then we. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did find one in the iron mines, Dante. Do I still have that bag? Of course. You want to store it in there? Sure. Uh, uh, you can hand it over. Thank you for getting my bag, by the way. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I sorely put, like, slump the bag on me with all the rope burns, and I'm just like, oh. it's fine. <laughs> Very good. I'm a uh, 1920s we... man, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got pleated pants for heaven's sake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with the Pearl of Spell Storing level 5 safely in the bag of holding, the group continues their march through hex number 12. Chime hour still in place. This sort of march is a little fun for the group as you hear and feel the wind, the bells, the wind chimes, the whistles flow through the island. Um, as we find where beach meets jungle, um, through the events of, of the group's RP during the short rest, one sec Talith, uh, and, and, and having fun with the clam. Right before we step into the jungle, let's have everybody mark down a point of inspiration uh, because we did a lot of fantastic group work during that little little spout there. Talith, as time hours are about to end, we're about to step into the dense jungle once more. What do you got for us? Well, as I've been walking, uh, I've, I've been kind of flipping around that um, the one of the teeth that Dante and I took from that tiger thing. Um, and I've, I've been looking at it and trying to figure out if there's a way to to sharpen it or or kind of use it as a weapon. I've just kind of been idly playing with it and being like, oh, damn, this thing's sharp. Um, so I've been noodling on that as I've been going. Of course. Yeah. By, by itself, it is a durable and formidable dagger um, that can be used with a quick slide of hand. Uh, for it to be crafted into a formal weapon or, or something stronger, you would need to spend some time during your downtime or through the aid of a, a master smith uh, to make it something you know more than it is. Gnomes, 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 Duly noted. Uh, cool. Then he will just kind of, you know, kind of keep it idly in hand as we go about our, our business. Very good. As we step onto the island, chime hours stop. No more kind of fun, magical music ringing through the sandy beaches and whistling on top of the green trees and shrubs. Instead, gray storm clouds form overhead as we make our way into the jungle. Lightning and thunder flash and crack overhead as thick pellets of rain fall down from the sky filling the giant leaves of the Neverland jungle and dumping its water spills onto the jungle floor. Uh, if we want to keep moving through this dense, dense thunderstorm, we do run risk of running into natural hazards. Otherwise, we'll have to find some sort of temporary shelter to wait out the storm. Group, how are we feeling? Uh, we should keep going, right? I mean... I, we don't have anywhere to stop. Uh, Dante, you can't magic us. I mean, we I, we should keep going. Kind of like wiping rain out of my face. Do we know about how far away we are from where we saw the gnomes? So you are 
where you saw them previously, two hexes away. So like a minimum of three to six hours uh, to get to the bridge where you found the gnomes. There is a, a path at the river a little more north that the group hasn't been yet, but is closer. It's possible the gnomes are hanging around the entire length of the river, but that's just something we'll have to find out. Um, we can, through the group survival checks, try to find some sort of temporary shelter to wait out the storm if we want to avoid those hazards. Um, uh, Helen, Dante, how are you two feeling? Oh, I, I'm fine. I'm all right. How are you, Dante? Uh, doing swell. So he's not doing well, is what he just said. Uh, <laughs> Let's probably be a bit more of a pointed question. Do you want to try to find shelter, or do you think we can continue moving on? I mean, if everyone else is okay, I can keep Don't up. Don't do that. Don't be a hero. If you need to stop, we're going to stop. <laughs> I mean... I mean, uh, no, I think we should keep going, because, I mean, taking shelter in this isn't the best right now, and I still got some... Still got some pep in this step, so I think we can keep moving. Got you've got your tooth. You can use your tooth to to, to poke things. Um, they're kind of sharp, and I kind of like like hold mine up. I'm probably waving it too close to your face. Like, like see, like you can you can uh, get the stabs with it if you need to. Boy, I will slap that thing out your hand and keep waving at me. It wasn't at you. It was a demonstration. Like I'm, you have one too. That's what I'm to saying. I'm about to demonstrate some arcane magic real quick. You <laughs> said you were out. Go ahead. I'm just gonna keep walking. <laughs> Very good. Um, okay, we're gonna call. keep going then. And Talith, uh, Genevieve will walk up to him and kind of whisper to him, Oh, yeah, I know this spell. It's called the cold shoulder, and she'll keep moving forward. <laughs> Bang! Yes! Okay. Talith, you have disadvantage. Cold rain just got window. warmed up with that burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need that healing potion to heal that burn. Oh, dang! <laughs> um, uh, if we recall, last time the group traversed through a Neverland thunderstorm, uh, a large, large strike of lightning, uh, I believe, hit the group and, and did some heavy damage, split a few trees. This time, traveling through a Neverland storm, the group encounters heavy rain, thunder, sheets of lightning, and nothing else. Just heavy, heavy storm activity. Um, I will need everyone to make a constitution saving throw to traverse this storm without risking a debunker. Keep in mind, you do have a point of inspiration just in case you feel you need it right now. Natural 20 for a 21. Nice. 22. Yeah. 22 is a success. 13. 13 is a success. Eight. Eight. Shifra, you can use your point of inspiration to re-roll that if you like. I did already. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it was a constitution? Yes, please. 13. 13 is a success. Yep. Um, Talith, that, that natural 20... Um, you know, you're trying to recover a bit from that uh, cold shoulder cantrip that, that Dante cast. 
um, maybe, you know, walking a little faster, uh, you know, staying underneath large leaves to stay dry, like showing how, you know, capable you are. Um, with your natural 20, Talith, and maybe trying to show off a little more, is there anything creative you think you could do to help Shifra overcome um, this difficult walking sprout? Uh, yeah, I'm just very casually, like, as I'm walking, like, like indifferently, I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a root there. Oh, watch out for that. There's there's a little hole over there. Oh, hope nobody trips on this. And I'm like pointing at things. And uh, maybe that's helpful to her. I don't know. Absolutely. Shifra, with Talith's guidance, um, I'll let you roll that constitution save one more time. Okay. Okay, that's a natural 20 this time. There we go. Holy cow. Shifra, do you have a little flavor to follow that up with? Uh, well, so initially I might have like tripped and like, like uttered a, like a, a swear word under my breath, but then like, give me a little like, flavor on that swear word. <laughs> Fuck. There you go. <laughs> then I kind of like, I'm like, okay, pull, pull together. Like, Fuck it. we're outside. You can do this. You know how to do this. And then, uh, kind of like, mm. and I'll, I'll hear Talis sort of doing his, his thing and kind of like, just kind of get my composure and follow his cues. Excellent. Good work. Uh, and the group is able to travel through the storm to make it to the edge of this hex. We now have a decision to make in what direction we want to go. Um, in order to get to the exact spot where we encountered those gnomes last time, we'll have to travel through hex seven where the iron mines were to get to Hex 8, where that rope bridge was. If you recall, the jungle around the iron mines is some of the most dense, some of the most difficult to traverse and get through easily, but you've done it before, so you could do it again. Or we could take a shorter unexplored path to the river where it's a little more manageable in terms of your ability to cross it just on foot. We don't know what lies in this area or who might be in this area, but there could be potential gnomes. What do we think? Potential gnomes. That's a new thing. It's well, a new if I band throw name. a rock, one of them might come yell at me again. <laughs> that is true. That did work last time. Yeah, you, you threw it. Did you throw it at the bridge? Is that what happened? Destruction of property makes them angry. I know this now. Yeah. Well, especially maybe. if it's property they built, I can kind of understand. Maybe, maybe don't throw the, just threaten it. I mean, you have the large hammer, just threaten to swing down on the bridge, maybe. Oh, wow. Look at this large bridge we just encountered. It would be a shame if we <laughs> decided to destroy it. <laughs> this, I'm sorry. This, this bridge is so useful until somebody breaks it. I don't know. It looks not so Well, right remember, there. we would like them to invite us in and offer us food and drink and information. So maybe threats are not the best. That's a fair point. That's actually a really good point. Wait, wait. No, we will help fix it then, right? Because uh, there's where that bridge post is. Helen, why don't you just give it a, a good, you know, a good. Yeah, no, like make it a little more sturdy. get yelled at by gnomes again, aren't I? No, 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 no. just, just hit the bridge. Yes. Like, no, in a, in a nice are. way. We are trying to fix it. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, are we here? Can I can I swing my hammer? Just like if there's like posts that so, touch the bridge. No, like, we're, just... we are not. We're not at the bridge. Um, yeah, we're not there. Yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. To get to that bridge, you have to travel another like six hours through the jungle oh, okay. to get to that bridge, or you could travel two hours to get to a part of the river that you have not been at. Oh. Yeah. Sorry if that wasn't clear. And did you, do we know based on what you said earlier, if that part is like the slower running part of the river or no? Correct. It's, it's farther away from the waterfall that bleeds mm-hmm. into the ocean. So it's, it's slower and shallower. Like there's no okay. need for a rope bridge to cross it. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, let's go that way. Unless there is an, an opposition. Oh, I could just bang on trees on the way there. <laughs> we're just trying to get their attention. Is that what we're doing? I guess. What are gnomes like? What do gnomes like? I don't know. That's what we're hoping to find out. Um, I think they like to, to have merriment. Uh, I mean, <laughs> back at home, I've seen them on, you know, these trees and chocolate and graham crackers. and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I remember those. Did that exist at the time? Was that I, maybe? I think perhaps <laughs> it was like just starting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which are weird because they're like the short elves and not like, right? Yeah. They're like, like no, I don't know. Dante doesn't know. <laughs> um, okay, so we want to head towards the slower, shallower part of the river where the group has not explored. Yeah. Very good. It'll be 7 a.m. as we head into Hex 13 at the very center and heart of the island. Um, The river here varies in depth, um, exposing logs and slick stones that are large enough for crossing. Um, You can hear the river's slow trickle, um, but don't quite see it yet. As we walk into the woods, right before you enter the bank of the river cutting through the island, everybody make a quick perception check, please. Twenty, not natural. Hmm. Ooh. Twenty-five. Oh my gosh. Uh, twelve. Twenty-six. Oh my god. In this part of the jungle, you all kind of walk out into a small clearing. Um, The reason why it's small or maybe hard to pick up on is because the the trees are a little more sparse here, a little more spread out. So it's not as obvious as it being like a clearing, but it is. You see something out of place, unnatural on the jungle floor here. Um, Unearthed, you know, uh, uncovered, if you will, there are a set of large bear traps uh, and other like hunting gear, maybe left over from a campsite. Um, it doesn't look threatening. These traps are not like actively set. It looks like they've already sprung or have been used or have been left behind, but it does look a little on the fresher side. We could investigate this clearing, these traps, this abandoned camp, or press on. Oh. 
I think I start, yeah, I start like just kind of without even listening. I just start digging around um, and kind of looking and seeing what I can, what I can find, avoiding the traps. I, I get they're not set, but being careful. So, you know, mindful. Um, Talith, please make an investigation check. Um, would anyone else like to do anything specific at this time? Um, yeah, because these look like, uh, since they've been recently set, um, Janae's going to head a little bit further in the direction, still with an eyesight of everyone. Um, mm-hmm. But she is going to cast Detect Thoughts and use it within this 30-foot area to see if she can hear any thoughts of creatures I cannot see. Of course. Um, yeah, as you reach out with your spell, you find no out-of-place thoughts in this clearing. Nothing hiding, uh, no one invisible, nothing of the sort. Just an abandoned trap site, campground, you know, what what we see here. Um, Talith, how'd you do on your roll? I rolled a 14, but then I used my Psy-Bolstered Knack to improve something I'm proficient at, and I rolled my Psy-Die and made it an 18. Psy-Die. Psy-Die. An excellent It's a new Pokemon. (laughs) Talith, um, you don't find anything too out of the ordinary. No, like, traps hidden away. um, Nothing that would cause immediate alarm or attention. But there is something you do find. Um, Sort of, like, tucked away in a shrub uh, near the edge of the clearing, you find a well-woven sack. um, Like, something you'd, like, throw over your back or, like, strap to yourself to, you know carry things and hold things. As you peer inside, you see a collection of personal items. Um, Something actually that you probably weren't expecting to find here in Neverland, things that maybe came from the world of London where we once were. Um, A pair of tall, well-kept brown leather hunting boots that like come up right below the knee. You find a purple feathered plume that you would almost like stick in a hat or, or cap. And you find what looks like a sort of like pompous white frill collar um, that like a, a Congress person or government official would wear, you know? And lastly, a mustache trimming and oiling kit. Dante, uh, did you, did you, did you drop this? And I, I toss in the bag. What in a hundred years would you think I'd be wearing any of this for? <laughs> I don't know. You're very, you're, you're very fashionable. This seems like very. This ain't f- fashion. Then I'm gonna throw it like. <laughs> Talith looks hurt. Talith looks a little hurt. Talith will remember this. I'm sorry, Talith. I'm just trying to. I'm sorry. I'm I'm teaching you lessons the hard way. I don't. I say fashion. Maybe sometime, hey, we go back to London. I know a good place. We'll get you all fitted, suited up. You look great. Um, and I can teach you about fashion, but this ain't, that That wasn't it. Okay, but maybe it was like a magical mustache care kit. And I kind of go like digging around like in the in the underbrush looking for the back again. I appreciate that. I do. I do want, I mean, it's look at how I dress. It's in the bush over there. Oh, thank you. Okay. Oh, yep. Here it is. Uh, I mean, it's kind of. A really cool feather, unless you're rude. Fashion. There's fashion in the back. I, there is fashion. Can I take the feather and tickle Dante with it? You? Okay. <laughs> Everybody, calm down. 
<laughs> is the is the shirt is sorry there was the the feather the shirt uh some sort collar. of and a collar I, I put the collar on just put the collar on yeah it like you know hold your neck up and is very like formal and 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 attention grabbing and it, it goes around your entire neck almost like a scarf but it's like white and fluffy and, and plump you know what not bad on you sometimes the man makes the item in this case it, it worked i could not do that look that does not work for me inside check <laughs> uh, i guess i roll uh 15 uh, dante make a deception check if you're trying to fib a little here i was not i was trying to let him know that he like because right you look most like what you're um a warforged right no no i'm a human you're human oh i thought you were a warforged for the longest i thought <laughs> the longest i didn't know that i'm so sorry oh, we're all learning uh, about each other it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> D &D, folks. he's from everon doesn't mean he has to be warforged Whoa. i had thought no like i thought there was discussion anyway um in that case, no i'm still like persuade like you said that so confidently, I was like, am I Warforged? <laughs> As I look at my character art, yeah. No, I think... Wait, yeah, the character art... Oh, yeah, the character art doesn't look like you're Warforged. I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, with your character art, now that I remember it, you would look great. It's not a lie. And I got a 16, so... Yeah, I believe him. Like, okay, I kind of straighten it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with the, with the neck thing for a while. Kind of look at everybody. Talith, your investigation check would also tell you that the traps that were left behind or sprung uh, by whoever laid them was a master at laying traps. Um, you know, these aren't like, you know, dungeon traps or, you know, large mechanical or magical traps. These are hunting traps for, you know, big and wild game. A master huntsman left these traps behind. You could take the time, Talith, if you want to try using your skill to recover these traps, uh, you know, fix them so you can use them at a later time. You know, like, you know, these bear traps, um, like a net trap, these like just hunting traps. Yeah, if people don't seem to be hurrying along, I'm, I'm going to see if I can kind of gather these for, for later distribution. Of course. What size of the boots? <laughs> oh, try them on. And I toss the boots to her. Does anybody want the feather? <laughs> Helen, you you could not fit a single leg in both oh. of the boots, um, but they would fit probably any of the other uh, party members here. Ah, I, I never skip leg day. I don't know what to tell you. And I. I must <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, say, Genevieve probably comes back at this point in time from doing a little uh, scoping ahead. Um, have you always been wearing that? Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, um, it's nothing. It's whatever. I just, you know, I just, I just put it on. I threw it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mine. Oh, oh okay. <clears throat> it's very, uh, distinguished. Thank you. Ooh, very nice. Milady. Um, boots? Um, sure. Genevieve will yeah. look at them. They are uh, very pristine, well held together, brown leather hunting boots that frankly Genevieve would be great to wear while traversing across the wild landscape of Neverland. 
Ooh. Um, Genevieve definitely does not have sensible shoes for where they are located. Um, if would, would these fit anyone else? Uh, or take them? No, no, put them on. Oh, thanks. And she'll uh, try to find like a rock to sit on and take off her shoes and try these ones on. Sure. Yeah, as you hike up one boot at a time, they come to right about the bottom of your knee. Um, as you stand up, maybe walk around, make sure the, the sole fits well, you notice that you you glide a little easier uh, on this natural terrain. While wearing these masterwork boots of the huntsman, you'll have advantage on checks when it comes to walking on the natural terrain um, uh, of the island. Oh. oh, wow. Uh, so, for instance, when traveling through that storm, you would have had an advantage on your saving throw to, you know, resist exhaustion, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. I'm going to get Genevieve's old shoes and because we were getting rained on, I'm like cleaning the mud off of it and yeah. I get my handkerchief and I like wipe them off and I'm like, you want me to put these away in case you need them later? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate and that. I'll put it in the bag of holding. Wonderful. Uh, Talith, make a survival check for us to recover these traps. Okay, okay, okay. Not bad. Uh, 17 plus uh, 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Excellent row. Uh, Talith, you recover two bear traps and one snare trap. Uh, in good condition to be used at a later time. Bear trap, snare trap. Gotcha. And my notes, it says found bag of fancy, found bag of traps. Excellent. Uh, with nothing left to investigate in this clearing, is there anything anybody wants to do before we press on towards the river? Um, I checked up ahead. I wasn't hearing anything, so I think we're good in terms of unexpected visitors. Genevieve, how long does Detect Thoughts last? That lasts for... let's see... Um, it's uh, just one minute. Gotcha. Um, make a perception check for me. Ooh. <laughs> a 12? 12. Very good. Um, I will say that before you return to the group, uh, right when you casted your Detect Thoughts spell, um, you would have noticed and picked up that there was an area of the jungle not too far, probably past the range of the spell, but kind of close enough to still pick up on, um, that was like completely void of thoughts, like at, at a, a suspicious level. Oh. Uh, she's uh, like lacing up these new boots. Uh, although, actually, no, I think about it. There was an area up ahead that was like abnormally quiet. Yeah. If the group wanted to deter, go on a, a quick side path north along the river through the jungle, you could investigate that area or stay on course and get to the river. Like quiet. Like bad, bad, quiet. It's quite bad. Um. Well, so what I went up ahead and did is I'm I'm able to kind of scan areas to see if I can hear any like thoughts from people. And 
There's Can a certain... you hear our thoughts right now? Yeah, did you? <laughs> no, no. I, I oh, they don't. They don't anymore. like when you talk in their heads, man. You gotta. I've learned that people often don't like that. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so normally, there's at least a little bit of like murmurs. I guess it's hard. It's almost like um, a a weird like white sound, white noise. Um, and there was nothing, like nothing. And that's that's just all. I mean, I can I can sneak up and go check real quick. I don't want anything like sneaking up behind us. Sense. Oh, oh, do you wanna do you wanna uh, uh, talk talk in my brain and then you go and you look and then if it's bad, I'll come. If you tell me in my head. I I can I, I can do that. Is that is that okay? Oh, oh, okay. Well, that not, that feels overly permissive, but um, sure. No, I'll uh, see. Let me uh, I kind of focus up, and uh, if anyone, I mean, you can decide if your character. Uh, Talith is definitely putting on a bit of a show. Like, oh yeah, let me uh, let me let me focus. I have to, um, you know, kind of mimicking some things he's seeing the other magic users do. Like, uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, he focuses, and then he's like, yep, uh, okay. Helen, uh, you can hear me now, and then you kind of hear my voice in your head. Hey. Yeah, I did, I did my magic. I cast the magic. <laughs> very, very good, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and for an hour, like, I think we can do this for, like, an hour. Uh, so, um, anyway, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sneak and check on this, and I'll tell you if anything gets weird. Great. We'll be here. And I, uh, I sneak away. Excellent. Talith, first make a stealth check uh, as you enter the jungle on your own, looking for an area that seems out of the ordinary in the jungle. I'm going to use my inspiration. Uh, 17. 17. Um, now make a survival check to try to navigate this portion of the jungle to see if you can find the area Genevieve was describing. 27. No, 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 20, 26. Right on the money. Absolutely. Just west of the river, north of the clearing where you found the abandoned huntsman's traps, is a well-hidden part of the island. There's a opening here not like a clearing or an empty space but a hole a well that just goes right through the jungle floor into the underworld of neverland around this well you see a small like stone lip that would prevent you from just walking into it um Surrounded by trees at a, a, you know, probably at a distance of like 10 to 20 feet, you notice a few other things. Small trinkets and items um, placed around the lip of the well that are completely stone. Objects that wouldn't normally be stone. You could get closer to investigate if you like. Um, it's up to you. Helen, uh, there's... Uh, a hole, like weird hole in the ground, and there are rocks around it, and oh. uh, yeah, no, it's strange, right? Um, and there's like stuff, I think, hanging like, in it. Kind of like a, like a, like a, uh, 
like one uh, that uh, where their stuff isn't uh, in the ground where normally there would be ground, but ground isn't there. Like that kind of hole. No, like no, somebody... I know what a hole. I'm like, how big? How deep? Oh well, I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check. There's some stuff hanging out in trees. It's weird. I think I think we're good though. Um, I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna scoot closer. Sure. Yeah, make another stealth check. Hmm. Interesting. That's an five plus eight, but I'm gonna use some luck and re-roll it. Okay, okay, 27. 27. Uh, as you approach the well, now probably 20 feet away from it, um, you notice some of the, the natural area around the well. Um, there are some like boulders, some large rocks around it as well. You step on a small twig and a light snap under your boot causes one of these boulders to shift and move. And as it sort of like moves its weight to one side and like stand up on four stone legs, walking around from the opposite side of the well, you see a large bear made of solid stone walk 15 feet around the well, then like plop its butt down, like leaning on its front legs, and like the earth around you like kind of shakes as this massive stone bear sits down, and it looks just kind of like panning, eventually gonna get to where you're standing. What do you do before it's looking directly at you? Can I like slip back in the um does it seem like a mean bear? It seems like just like in, I mean, you, you could either stand there and make an insight check on the bear or get out of its line of sight. Uh, hold on. <laughs> okay, I'll get out of its line of sight. I'll like uh, pull back into the brush. Um, I'll leave it up to you, either a stealth check or an acrobatics check to get to safety. I mean, 100% a stealth check. <laughs> cool. Just, you know, throwing out the options there. No, no, I appreciate it. For some reason, I took a, a deception as one of my expertise things because for some reason, I thought I'd be a very deceptive character, and I feel like that's not turning out to be the case. We can switch that up. 20, 24 stealth. 24 stealth. The stone bear makes its perception check as you... What do you do to get out of the way? Do you drop down? Do you get into the tree line? Do you jump in the well? Um... I'm not gonna do that to everybody. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide. I'm just gonna like drop and kind of shove back into the underbrush a little bit. Absolutely. And as the stone bear pans, it doesn't see anything in its sight, and it just like loosens the weight on its front legs, lays back down, resting its head on its body, and then what? As you look back up at it, Talith, it looks like now just another normal boulder that has just moved. Was I able to see what any of like the, the objects or trinkets were? Um, yeah, they were just kind of like mundane items. Um, small stuff like a couple bobby pins made of stone, um, a, a shoe with missing laces made of stone, uh, a handkerchief that might have been cloth at one time made of stone, just random items made of stone. Helen, uh, why are all the animals here so big? Helen, Helen, I can't hear you. The connection's, uh, it, it, it's weird in Neverland. Yes, there you are. I've got you. I forgot I have to talk in my head. 
I, oh. I forgot. I'm sorry. I've been talking aloud this whole time. That's awkward. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? Oh, what? Why are the animals here so big? I, I don't know. I, I don't have a shadow. There's there's an octopus in the bay. Dante's <sighs> pants are wet. It, nothing's right here. There's a there's a big. I mean, there is a big. Well, as long as I've known Dante, his pants are wet. So that kind of seems like a, a normal oh, thing. But oh but it, no no no! But his pants are not normally wet. <laughs> mm, okay, we'll see. Um, there, but there's there's a big bear here, and it's giant. It's made of stone, and everything's strange here. A bear? Yeah. Made and there's a made of stone, and a handkerchief, and some shoes, and a bobby pin, and they're all made of stone. I'm gonna come back because it feels weird. Um, I think we just chalk it up. I think you could wrestle anything. I just don't know if you'd win. Harsh, but I'll take it. It's a really um, big bear. So tell if you're leaving the vicinity of the well. Yeah, I'll kind of keep an eye seeing if anything else moves as I slip back away, but yeah. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh my gosh, it's a freaking island. I'm just going to roll this in D&D Beyond and see if I do better. A con save, you say? Yes, please. Hmm. An oh. eight. An eight. As you leave the vicinity of the well, beginning to trudge back to the group, talking to Helen in your head, describing... But how lucky do I feel? No, no, go ahead. You're fine. <laughs> um, you have a slight limp in your step. Um, so noticeable and awkward that you actually sit down for a second, take off your left shoe, your sock, and look at your foot, and you notice that three of your five toes have turned to solid stone. Cool, 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 cool. I uh, put my boots back on. Yep. Petrified toes. You put your boot back on and rejoin the group. Uh, Dabby, did you have yes, to say? I did. I was going to see if we can do a little like while this is happening, if I, I can request Genevieve to do an insight check. On what? Just a general insight check. Oh, okay. Okay. Look at Dante. He's the DM now. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> hmm. You know, I'm so intrigued. I'm going to use the inspiration just for wow. the Nice. I want to know. Oh, well, that was the exact same roll. So a 13. Okay. Nothing happens. Cool. Okay. Very good. Sorry, I, I had a thing. I rolled and nothing happened. So there's a whole. You're fine. Hey, meta. Thing. We're all we're all telling the same story, man. No worries. Um, Talith, you rejoined the group. Um, in I, fact, I would have taken that time to do my best to hide any sort of limp. And I'm gonna have everyone make an insight check. Uh, Talith, make a deception. roll deception. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is a twenty-three. Okay, if anyone beats a 23, you'll notice Talith's limp. All right, so I rolled a natural 20 plus 7, so... Oh! Everyone else? Yeah, no, I was a natural 1, so no. She <laughs> frost. You notice Talith's limp, like, dead on. Like, you see that he is limping because something is wrong with three of his five toes on his left foot. <laughs> through his shoes. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll kind of like, like make a like, what the heck face, and I'll look up at him and make eye contact with him. Okay. <laughs> okay, now that he's making that face, can we insight check him again? 
I think it would be, be clear that something might be up. Maybe not wrong, but up. Oh my gosh, there was a big stone bear. Everything here is large. I mean, like it was kind of rumbling around. So I, I, I could be uh, five Shifras tall. Oh, oh, twenty-five feet tall. Maybe it was the dark. Bear was like a normal grizzly bear, but made of stone. Still a large, formidable animal. At least five Shifras tall. There you so, go. There you go. What happened? Uh, I got up and walked around and I thought it might try and see me. So I, I just like ducked and hid and like came back here because I like, like you're right. We all need rest. Like, like really. So, so we should go do that. And then just remember that there's a bear and an octopus. And we could probably fight all of them, but not today. Oh, but there was a well. There was a hole. There was a hole in the ground. There was a hole in the ground. I don't know where it went, but it looked cool. Did you? Did you look down the hole? No, because of the aforementioned bear. Oh. Oh. Chifra, of course, you know that this has nothing to do with his limping foot, what he's saying. Okay. Okay. Very good. Well, unless we want to head back to this well, um, our next venture would be towards the river. After recovering a few well-built traps, discovering some sort of petrifying well, the group finds themselves at the river's front, which we can now hopefully see on the battle camp. The party stands at the break of the river from gently moving water to the opposite side, where uh, the elevation's a little higher, uh, might take a little ex extra effort to not only get across the river, but to climb up a little bit onto solid ground. Um, no perception check is needed as we see not only these kind of like stepping stones to bypass the moving water, but a creature on the opposite side of the bank. A small, stout creature with a large nose, white hair, and a bushy white beard with a red pointed cap, a tie around the base of it with a little flower wedged in. This creature, no bigger than three feet tall, including the hat, casts the longest fishing line any of you have ever seen from the top of this kind of like rocky overlook as the small bobber hits the water in a little plunk. This creature you would all recognize as a gnome fishing in the river. What would we all like to do? Oh, we found one. I, I mean, it's what, like two thirds of a Shifra? <laughs> Approximately. <Yeah. laughs> um, we, I mean, we should go, we should go say, hey, right. I'll go, I'll go say, hey. And I kind of like stand up and start walking that direction. Um, yeah, so you walk like right. So he's on the opposite side of the river. Uh, you, the, the group is over here, and the gnome is over here. I don't know if he's just showing up. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you're right at the water's edge. You can see the gnome fishing. Are you waving or just calling out to it? 
Uh, oh, I'm, I'm both? Yes. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, hello, uh, howdy. Um, how we doing? Mr. Is it a, or Mrs. or, or regardless gnome friend. Howdy. As you call out, tell if your voice sort of naturally echoes across the moving water. The gnome still holding on to the fishing line, one eye on the bobber, his other eye looking across the river at you. You hear in a replied echo, uh, ham, 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 who's that over there? My name is Talith. These are my friends. Uh, we are friends of insert name of gnomes that we met just the other day, but much longer ago for Andrew. <laughs> uh. Uh, oh, uh, uh, friends of the gnomes, uh, the, 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 the gnomes, you say, huh? Indeed. Indeed we are. Uh, good to see you, friend gnome. Well, then... Those across the river, if you're your friends of the gnomes, you say, what's today's password? Well, we've been a little busy fighting pirates and we missed the password because we were so busy fighting pirates um, because they're bad and they need fighting. So we didn't get the password due to the pirate fighting. Uh, him, 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 him. You're gonna have to speak up now there, Lenny. These old ears don't hear well anymore. Use the mind thingy. Use the mind thingy. Oh, no, it's going to scare him. Uh, uh, sure, I can, uh, do you, would you like to hear me better? Oh, there you go. Uh, now I heard you say you're pirates? No, 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 we, we fight pirates. We, we fight pirates, and that's why we didn't get the password, because we were fighting pirates. Oh, fighting pirates. Yeah, I used to fight pirates in my day. You see the gnome like like jerk on the rod a little bit, but like nothing happens um, and just kind of ends his sentence there. Uh, yeah, so we're, uh, can we, uh, how do we get across? Uh, we, we were coming to the gnome village. We were invited. We wanted to take advantage of that invitation. How do we get across the, the river? Is there another bridge? Oh, I'd uh, be happy to tell you how to get to the village, but you have to know the password to get into the village proper now, now, now. <laughs> did anyone tell us a password? Uh, you did not no. get a password from the gnomes you previously met. Um, um, and Talith, as you kind of like look at the river, you see these large stones protruding from the moving water sort of act as a natural like stepping stone. Mm. You could either like jump or swim or use some other you know method to get there how far how far across is this river uh in total you're looking at like about like 65 feet uh hey, hey genevieve how far can you how far can you hear people's thoughts um i'd have to get a lot closer i'm probably like 30 feet or so uh, so maybe if helen threw you and you yelled the word password then like before you landed maybe think of the past i don't know that never mind that's a bad idea deep is the river <laughs> um it does vary in depth um uh helen why don't you make a survival check see if you can you can tell um what's your roll 14 14 um it's it's on the deeper side uh probably like close to your shoulder length, Helen. 
So you could probably trudge through slowly, but your companions might need the aid of the rocks or some other source of aid. Well, but I, it's not moving very fast. Not moving very fast, like you could swim or put someone on your shoulder, yeah. Genevieve, if you wanted to uh, get on my shoulders, I could try to walk in. It's it's pretty suspicious, though, to be honest, and that's coming from me, so... <laughs> and as you all are, are talking to each other, uh, the gnome calls out, uh, Now tell me, tell me, tell me, why is it you wish to head to the gnome village? We, uh, uh, we fought pirates. I don't know if I said that. Um, cause we fight pirates cause they're bad and you think pirates are bad, right? Too, right? I Captain Hook's butt. <laughs> oh, help, 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 yep, yeah, I'd agree with you there. Uh, yeah, then we definitely, uh, fight pirates, we kick pirates butt, and we, we kinda need a place to rest, and we wanted to see how else we could help the island, and, uh, oh look, I, I found these cool, uh, Dante, give me the tooth, give me the tooth. And I grab it, I was like, look, we found these cool teeth. And maybe you can make something. I hear that you're great with making things. Uh, oh, oh, mighty fine reasons to visit the gnome hamlet. I'd be more than obliged to tell you what the today's password is. That was easy. Yeah. Uh, continue. Yes, of course. Today's password is an just before the gnome reveals what today's password is, you all see the bobber of the gnome's fishing line just plummet. And with a big heaping pole, the gnome is ripped from the riverbank and thrown into the water. You just hear the gnome go, oh, great, Google him, Google splash. The, uh, oh my gosh, uh, the password is googly moogly. I have to go in, don't I? I, I oh, damn it. <laughs> Actually, no. Perception check, not needed. The gnome hits the water, certainly deep enough for the gnome to, like, sink. Um, from the water, you see something fly out of the moving water surface. A green-scaled tail flaps and splashes in the water, revealing a crocodile moving quickly into where the gnomes splash. Oh no. Oh goodness. Are we gotta, um, are we, are we, uh, we, how, how, how deep is the water? How, I mean, like how far from us, like from the, the ledge to the water? Um, your drop is about five feet down in the water. Oh, so it's with like that, right there. Okay. Yeah. With that, we're going to roll initiative. Oh, fantastic. Okay, 20 and above. 15 to 19. 15. Aleph, okay. Um, 10 to 14. 11. 10. Genevieve, Six. Helen, uh, Dante, you said the same? As Genevieve, yeah, 11. Okay. And then Shifra. Oh. Gotcha. You're a little slow to start, Shifra, but that's all right. Talith, you get the jump first, though you can tell the crocodile will quickly move after you. 
Um, I will say, since you're at the top of the order, make a quick nature check. Nature. I know all about nature. I, oh, I'm, I know 17 about nature. Excellent. Um, although this crocodile is rather large, probably about uh, two to three shifras in length, uh, what would be like a normal sized crocodile in the realm of Earth, it's like features are adolescent. It feels more like a baby crocodile than like a full grown crocodile. So if I make fun of it, I might hurt its feelings and it might just leave. Yeah, okay. yeah I want to avoid that for sure. Or not. Uh, but it's your turn, Talith, then the crocodile. Okay, what's the range uh, from me to the crocodile here? Surely I'm here on the. 5, 10, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 feet from the crocodile spawn. Okay. Um, do I have a way to get to that rock right there? You can make an athletics or acrobatics jump. Yeah, I'm going to go make a, an acrobatics jump. Let's make the leap. It would be like a front flip or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Helen, you're standing right next to Talith. Do you want to try to aid him real quick in any creative fashion? Um, I just say, I... Helen, throw me. And oh, I nice. do. Uh, so Talith, <laughs> you'll get advantage on your acrobatics check. Oh, good. That went from a four to a 20. <laughs> Helen gives you the boost you need to land on those rocks just to the south of the croc. Uh, you're parallel with the gnome that's bobbing in and out of the water. Uh, so I'm parallel with the gnome. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, and the croc is close. Um, sorry, I'm zooming in on the battle map here so I have a better idea. Um, okay. All right. Then I'm going to uh, take a length of rope from, from my pack and I'm going to throw it out to the gnome hopefully faster than a crocodile make an athletics check to toss the rope out towards sure 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 no. let's do that here in the d d db it's 12. 12 you toss it well enough to get right next to the, the gnome we'll put this little token down to signify where the end of the rope has landed anything else talith uh, no, um, well, hold on. I can, I can bone. Was that my, my action? I assume. Correct. Yeah. Your movement to be thrown by Helen, your action to throw the rope, a bonus action is still free. Bonus action hunter's mark on the, um, the thingy. Excellent. Very good. Um, crocodiles turn now as it slithers and snakes through the water. It can quickly get to the gnome without any issue. With its large, serrated teeth maw, it opens up water dripping from the top of the croc's mouth and snaps down towards the gnome. Water splash. Crocodile makes its attack roll. You just hear the gnome squeal out, go, as the crocodile hits it. Um, let's see here, damage on the gnome. Ooh, yikes. Doo, 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 doo. Um, the gnome is still alive, but you see blood paint the water around the gnome, Talith. Um, Next up is Genevieve, then Dante. Um, Genevieve is going to turn to Helen. Um, Helen, can I make you larger? 
Oh, please. Okay, and she's going to cast Enlarge on Helen. Uh, that makes Helen a large creature. Yes. So she's gonna, yep, grow. Uh, oh gosh, what is it again? Six Chifras? In all dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll swap Helen out for this large miniature. We just need, we need to get a Hero Forge to make a larger <laughs> Helen, because this is yes. going to be a, a constant maneuver. <laughs> Shout out to show sponsor Hero Forge. Go to HeroForge.com to check them out. That's a great idea. We should get an extra large uh, Swellin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Swellin. Swellin is back. Um, <laughs> anything else on your turn, Genevieve? You're currently standing right behind Shifra and Dante, 10 feet back from the water's edge. Um, And how far away does that make the crocodile and the gnome? Uh, that makes the crocodile and gnome, um, uh, uh, about 40, 50 feet away. Um, in which case she will, she can't actually, she doesn't see where she's at for now. Very good. Um, Dante, your turn, Vin's swelling. I am gonna use, well... Did our little gnome friend get like, is he like grappled by teeth or is he just like still around the crocodile? Um, It's hard to see. You, you'd have to take the time to make a perception check because water is splashing. The gnome is under the water. You know what I mean? Talith is kind of like standing in the way. You, you'd have to like take time to perceive it. Uh, I'm not going to perceive it. I'm just going to uh, do a, um, <clears throat> I'm going to cast silent image um Ooh. in that area and what i'm basically trying to do is kind of there's a lot of water there's a lot of moving stuff like i obviously can't make the gnome invisible but i'm gonna try my best to make the gnome look like uh he's somewhere else um, like a second gnome in the water yeah and then kind of obscure the other elf by like you know making more running water or obstacles pass through that area, so maybe the alligator gets confused. Excellent. Um, I'll have the croc make a uh, intelligence saving throw, burst your spell save DC, to see if it gets distracted by the illusion. Uh, investigation, if you want to be, uh, like, by the whatever, but you're the yeah. DM. Uh, you, you're right, I am the DM, <laughs> so. For now. Yeah. Um, let's see. How uh, investigative are crocodiles? Let's find out. What's your spell save DC, Dante? Yep. It is 14. 14? The croc rolls a surprising 15, um, not distracted by your illusion. He hungry, so I guess I'm <laughs> a gnome friend. If um, it makes you feel worse, the croc has a minus four on the check. You know, Dante's magic isn't on game right now. He uh, <laughs> he, he still needs he needs some sleep. So anyway, uh, anything yeah, else on your turn, it. Dante? That's it. Very good. Um, Swellin, you are up. Shifra, you are on deck. Okay. Does my movement speed double? Out of curiosity. Uh, does it specify, Genevieve? Let me check. Um... I would imagine something i think i got Ooh. faster last time too um i assume that maybe gm's call because doesn't specify change to speed 
in the chat. Uh, we'll, we'll increase it by 0.5, Helen. So what, your moving speed is 30? Yeah, so... So you get an additional 15 feet to move on your turn. So 45 feet you can move on it. Okay. I... <laughs> How far am I at the riverbank away from the crocodile? Um, you are... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... 35 feet from the croc. Great. Well, since I'm now only waist deep in this river, I'm gonna right. splash right in. <laughs> You make your way over there. Normally, uh, to traverse through the moving water, you'd have to make athletics check, but the water parts around you um, as you're like a rock in the water. You get to the gator, no problem. Great. Then I'm going to bring my hammer up, two-handed above my head, and swing it on down and bonk swing that croc. away. <laughs> okay. And that is a 22 to hit. 22 hits the crocodile spawn. Uh, oh, nope. Bigger die. Very fun. Um, That is 11 points of bludgeoning damage. 11 points of bludgeoning damage. You All you hear a loud splash and crack from the water as Helen's hammer hits the back of the crocodile spawn. Not enough to kill it, but certainly enough to draw its attention away from the gnome. And maybe on to you, Helen. Anything else on your turn, Swellen? Um, yeah. Can I just grab it by the tail? Um, that use your action to make your attack, so I don't think you have enough action to grapple it. Fair enough. Sorry. Um, very good. We'll go to Shifra, then Alice at the back of the top. Of the top okay. Oh, wait, I sorry. Would like... I think yeah. I had more damage to deal. Is that what you were saying? Oh, yeah, uh, your essentially your attacks uh, with uh, the larger weapons deal an additional 1d4. I just wanted to make sure that was... Ooh, well, I just want four more points of damage, which is... Excellent. All right, sorry. <laughs> no problem. Uh, the gator's still not dead, but certainly close to it. Um, Shifra, what do you got for us? I would like to cast Entangle on this thing. Ooh, excellent. Um, that's what, a 20-foot cube? Yes, it's a 20-foot cube um, in the range of 90 feet, and it lasts up to one minute. It has to make a strength saving throw of 15. Okay, I imagine, so it's it's a little precarious. The gator is sort of in the center of the action. Um, so you'd either have to also entangle the gnome or Helen mm. and Helen. That's the key. Okay, okay. So I'd have to, so I can see the gnome? Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, the gator's in a spot where you can't just hit the gator. You'd either have okay. to entangle the gnome, which might not be the worst thing for a drowning right. gnome. Um, or I mean, like, I could entangle it above water. I wouldn't be drowning him if I entangled him. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, seaweed would sprout up and hold the supporting the gnome, you know, head out of water. Is she for um, turning okay. this into gnome sushi? Like, what's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> um, Shifra, what saving throw do these creatures need to make? A strength saving throw of uh, 15. 
Okay. The crocodile rolls an eight, fails, oh, yeah. becomes entangled in elongated, thickened seaweed from the, the, the shores and depths of the river. The gnome makes his check doo, 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 and rolls a 15. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, good for all not get entangled, but like grabs onto a heap of seaweed to stay buoyant. Okay, cool. And so the crocodile will, is this a crocodile, right? Not an alligator? Yeah, crocodile spawn, yep. Okay, so it will stay entangled until the spell ends and it can use its turn to, or use its action to make a, a strength check. Excellent. Good work, Shifra. Do you want to stay where you are on the river's bank? Are you comfortable there? Yeah, I'll stay right here. Wonderful. Talith, your turn, then the entangled croc. Uh, since a croc is entangled, do I get any sort of advantage on attacks? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Then um, thinking the best way to help this gnome, because I assume the rope that I threw is also in the croc's mouth. It got swallowed, right? Uh, not swallowed, but like probably entangled Some in Bloody the, uh, water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna throw uh, some some daggers at this gnome. Swollen's within five feet, right? Daggers at the gnome? Or, oh, sorry, sorry. At the at the I mean, put it out of its misery is what I'm trying no, to say. You said it. You <laughs> said it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, yeah. you said it. No, I'm oh, we gotta go with it. You can target the. Every time I misspeak, my my daughter's like, Dad, why did you say that? I'm like, because I say the wrong thing sometimes. Like it just happens. Um, yeah, no, I want to throw it at the crocodile. I'm going to manifest one of those kind of like orange glowing daggers in my hand and, and fling it. Uh, ooh. With advantage? Oh, with advantage. Thank you. It's restrained. Ifra? Better. Much better. 24 to hit. 24 to hit. Pierces the natural armor of the crocodile. And does I get sneak attack on that? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, you rolled advantage so that proctor sneak attack. Okay, so the damage is going to be, oh my gosh, five plus uh, seven, so 12 points of damage. Talith, describe the killing blow. Uh, I'm just kind of like shocked. Again, here's here's the thing, uh, dear viewers slash listeners, about being a uh, psionic rogue. Uh, your killing blows are all the same. Your psionic thing just doesn't do anything visible and a thing dies. Um, so I would love to make it graphic and awesome and amazing. But the reality is I just fling this energy and like it just stiffens and then limply like floats in the water. Yeah, I would imagine at least you would see the like wide circular eye sockets of the crocodile spawn fill with blood and brain matter as psychic daggers pierce the creature internally. Yeah, um, all that. Creature, yeah. Um, the, the crocodile spawn gets tied up still in the entanglement, so its body does not float away, but the encounter is over. Can I immediately um, dive gnome. in after the gnome? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you dive into the gnome who's like holding on to some seaweed for buoyancy. Um, you want to grab onto him? Yeah. And I want to, uh, as one does in a, in a first aid class i want to i want to lay back and hook him under one arm and i want to sidearm back swim to the bank like a but yeah, good boy scout would do gnome, you pull the gnome onto the bank um as he starts thanking you good gracious what a display of, of prowess and 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 athleticism oh 
I owe you a great debt. Oh no, no, no! I mean, I mean, it's just what what anyone would do. I mean, man, at a time like this, you just kind of want to shout the password, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm a hammer, a hammer, hammer, hammer happy to to tell you what the password is, and 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 of course, when you get to the gnome hamlet, you're gonna want to find the welcome center. Uh, uh, they'll they'll give you all the details and lay out the brochure of the gnome hamlet. Uh, it, you can spot it. Um, it's a large red cap mushroom with white polka dots on the top. You tell them that Uncle Rugwart sent you. That's my name, of course. And when they ask you the password, you'll tell them Shaggy Waggy. Got it. Shaggy Waggy. Do I need like a National Parks Pass to get in here? Or is it like a like a paper entry when I go to the Welcome Center? Just uh, follow the music and the uh, clanking of glasses and you'll find your the Gnome Hamlet. Stop in at the Welcome Center. Tell them the password and you should get in. No problem. Now. OK, well, I mean, uh, I, that's very kind of you. Hey, you look a little beat up and I pulled the, the potion that Helen gave me out of my bag. I'm like, here, here, take this. Oh, by George, I seem to left all my healing potions at home. So this would be mighty fine. Are you sure, child? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, if you left yours at home, uh, what's your address again? Uh, Gnome Hamlet. Gnome That's Hamlet. Yep, yep. Yep. I live in tree number uh, uh, five. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, no, you take this. You, you earned it. I'll tell you what, though. I certainly uh, can't take it for nothing, and you've done an awful lot to help me. Let me let me grab something here for you. And the gnome like takes his his pointed cap off and like reaches into it. You hear there's like a couple things in there, and pulls out random loot. Um, I love random loot. Um, here, th th I think I think this belongs with you. Uh, the gnome hands over twenty five gold pieces and a silver uh, tuning fork. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. That's I, that's so kind. Um, oh, thank yeah, you so right. much. Some trinkets I found floating in the water. I think you'd have good, good, good use of them. Are, are, are you sure you're okay? Oh, I'll be fine. Still got a few more fish to catch. I'll keep an eye out for more of those crocodile spawn. You know, I always forget at the turn of the month the river fills up with them. So is this the first time this has happened to you? Uh, ham, 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 ham. No, it is not. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, be, be careful. Oh, yeah. Lots to be careful around the river here. Like I said, beginning of the month, crocodiles spawn, fill up the waters as they're swimming out to the ocean. But uh, I'll switch out my bait. <laughs> Something that doesn't attract. Yeah, it seems like a good choice to have made a while ago. <laughs> Can I um, pull the the, croc the dead crocodile out of the water? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I want to try to, because I'm big, I want to open up its mouth and I'm just like, st I'm standing in the middle of the river like, still. Just like, like cracking it like a, like a crab leg or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are you like, like, dissecting the creature or are you just like what like what's your intention here i'm i'm pulling teeth mostly like big ones oh nice yeah make a survival check 
Uh, 15 total. Let's see here. Um, sorry. Just doing a quick read here. Uh, okay, you said 15. You recover 10 large crocodile teeth spawn. Spawn teeth. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um... You would also notice, Helen, being this close to the croc spawn, um, that there's noise coming from the crocodile, like, in its chest. Um, in w- what would you do? Would you, like, try to listen in on that noise? Oh, no, I want to, like, Kalima it. Like- oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, make another survival check. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even better. And please act that out. Yeah, I, uh, like, I don't know yeah. how crocodile bone structure works, but I want to, like, rip its rib cage open and then reach my hand inside and, like, root around for whatever this is. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you reach, is it through the crocodile's mouth? Sorry. Uh, you know, I guess that actually would have been an easier way to go about this. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, yeah. I am literally reach, I am, like, punching a hole through its chest to try to retrieve Excellent. this object. Yeah, its back uh, backside is, you know, thick with natural scaled armor, but its belly is rather soft and, and plushy. You can easily just claw through the underbelly of the croc, grab onto its heart, and pull it from its chest. As you hold it in your hand, it is an abnormal. Every time it beats, you hear a ticking come from it. Tick, 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 like a clock wound up too many times. Everyone! (laughs) (laughs) It's still going! I'm just gonna throw it up to the side. I'm just like covered in crocodile blood, just giant standing in the middle of the river with the ticking heart. It's like a clock. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. We should keep that. Put that in the bag with the pearl. And I will also just like pat Dante on the back. Like, <laughs> Helen, make a quick uh, perception check. <laughs> Five. Five? Okay. You don't notice anything past what you've already noticed. <laughs> Wonderful. Ooh. I come lumbering back to the shore and I try to give Dante this bloody heart. <laughs> uh, maybe, oh god. Uh, Genevieve, no, will, Genevieve will extend her hands out like with a very not happy look on her face. Sure. And I just um, it. <laughs> Genevieve, Dante, and Kifra, all you three can make a perception check as well as Helen brings the heart. Uh, natural twenty. Ooh. I can't tell you from which company because we ha- we are sponsored, so Aww. it was, it was <laughs> nice though. Um, Dante, for me. though being gross out, you do notice a little more abnormality with the crocodile heart. The ticking from the beating heart 
gets louder and quieter depending on the noise levels around the heart. So as like Helen was like sloshing through the water and talking in like a low but like high, you know, you know, loud volume voice, the ticking was like getting louder to meet that level. And as she brought it over and like stopped talking, it like went back down in volume. Uh, because I perceive the heart so well, I am also gonna throw up in our bag of holding. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh no. With Wait, the ticking crocodile. Sorry, Helen. No, never mind. I'm being facetious. Continue. Okay. <laughs> With the ticking crocodile spawns heart recovered and put in the bag of holding, um, Talith having found the gnome hamlet password to gain entry into the village of the gnomes. I think shaggy waggy. Is, shaggy waggy is the password. Uh, I think that will be an excellent place to leave off tonight's adventure. Before we sign off for the evening, I want to give uh, the cast a quick moment to shout out anything coming up. Um, Andrew, any business we have to wrap up? I I will go at the end because if anybody has any stuff going on, please shout it out now. Uh, raise your hand and go if you got a cool thing. Actually, um, if people want to, Let's go around because we haven't done this in a bit and just say real quickly uh, where people can find you, uh, who you are and what you do. And if you have something going on, mention it. Emily, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'm literally looking at my calendar right now because I was like, <laughs> oh, God, um, I don't think I can talk about this. So, no, there's nothing going on with me. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> just me at Emily Irv on Instagram and Twitter. That's all. Wonderful. Michael, you next. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Michael Sinclair II. Uh, you can find me at Michael Crits Everywhere. I am on a couple of shows that are going on right now. I believe my cube is filled up. Yeah, we're at our four, our full four. So obviously this show, uh, Let's Get Wild Now on Saturdays with Critical Bard, Opera Geek, uh, Nick, I guess, a whole bunch of other amazing folks on there. Um, you know, milk, milk, back to milk, bath, Percy, as it were. Um, and so uh, hot right now. Yeah. So hot right now. He has a pistol and it's in the map. But anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm also on, on into the motherlands on Wednesdays, uh, still doing that. So season three, uh, that's been super great. Um, and then there's some other, some stuff in the air, but come Tuesday, um, Historic Jumpstart Horizons comes out because that got delayed two weeks and that comes out on the 25th. So you're probably going to see me streaming uh, a bit of that and, uh, you know, finding new decks, also getting wrecked. It's going to be a good time. Awesome. Desiree, how about you? You can find me out in the world at Desmazing. Um... I pretty much just paint my nails and occasionally post videos of me talking about attachment theory and mental health while I paint my nails. So if you're into that, into like, you know, not being depressed and anxious anymore and understanding your relationships while also having a hobby, come hang out with me. So hot right now. That's that's what's the hotness. <laughs> so hot. this, yep. It's a good time. As someone who who has formerly been depressed and now is no longer depressed and has a hobby, I can attest to the effectiveness of of <laughs> you know, these things. Brie, yeah, what you got? Oh well, um, 
much like M, I have something coming up we haven't formally announced yet, so I'm not going to disclose it right now, but you can follow along. I am also a channel organizer, occasional game master over at the Initiative Order here on Twitch, on Instagram, Twitter, follow us across the socials, and we'll be posting very soon about uh, a certain game that's coming out. I'm very excited about what we'll be participating in. Um, aside from that, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brianna Flame. Um, Instagram, I post a lot of uh, just like tabletop photography. I really like gaming stuffs and I like taking pictures of it. So that's pretty much what I do. And her uh, photography is amazing. Oh, thank it, you. Word. Saying, go look at it now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. And I want to give a, a quick chance for our fabulous Switch producer, Ryan from the Chumpcast, to say hi and maybe yes. what he's up to. Is that easy for you to do? Or do I, I, I got to open a okay. new channel? Open a new channel. It's worth it. His voice is amazing. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're vamping. We're vamping. We're vamping. We're vamping. We're vamping. He can do it. I'll let you know what. I'll let Ryan open a channel and I'll, I'll share share my yeah. stuff real quick while he's finalizing his audio things. Um, because I don't actually have anything to share. I also have have stuff that can't quite be announced yet. So. Keep an eye out at Roll Persuasion on the old Twitter. Um, we got some cool stuff coming up from Dwarven Forge. We got some cool stuff coming up from me. Joe, I think we're going to have you back on the show, and we're going to chat about uh, our, our lives and how they have changed in the past year. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so keep an eye out. We got cool stuff coming up uh, soon, soon. I usually do at least one charity game a month, so uh, September I'll be coming up with something so keep an eye on twitter and i will announce that um but ryan if you're ready uh we'll throw it to smithers i believe they can hear me yeah i can see it uh well thanks to everybody first of all for including me in this and also allowing me to plug what i do which is be a professional idiot about pop culture on the chump cast uh, you can find us everywhere at the chump cast on social media and the underscore chump cast on twitch and uh yeah that's what i've been up to the Chumpcast is a great time. They're super active in their Discord. If you're looking for some extra nerdy conversation to push you through the day, they do a lot of fun things just about all pop culture. So go check the Chumpcast out. Um, and myself, Joe Nuzo from Pole the Lever DM. Um, if you're looking to play in a D&D session virtually or if you're in the Chicagoland area and you're vaccinated in person, um, I will be booking my uh, Halloween one-shots coming up pretty soon with October around the corner. So if you got some friends, family, coworker, and want to play some extra spooky horror D&D, shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can get something on the books. Do we um, get to uh, play a Halloween one-shot? <laughs> mul multiple things. Uh, I'm going to say right now, without any consent of anybody in, in the cast, we should do a holiday one shot for our Patreon folk um, and for, I mean, for us, but we'll share it with, with Patreon. I don't know what that means or how it'll come about, but I think we should absolutely 100% don't know who DMs it, but uh, if everyone's down, we'll talk offline. That should happen. Se second thing before you sign off, Joe, uh, for Bree, for those of y'all who don't know, Bree was recently on a, like, I think it was a three or four episode little mini series with Stream of Blood called Isles of Agony. Um, which you can check out at youtube.com slash stream of blood. It was super awesome. So you should go check that out and support her and see the really cool, spooky Ravenloft stuff that she's been up to. Thank you. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you all again, cast and crew. Thank you to all of our viewers. Uh, I know we've been away from the table for a while, but it's awesome to be back. 
adventuring through Neverland. Thank you to our sponsors, Demiplane, Black Oak Workshop, um, Hero Forge, First Aid Comics, Laser Wolf Attack for keeping this show moving with us. And I think that's everything. So remember, if you're ever feeling lost, just look for the second star on the right and follow it straight on till morning. We'll see everyone in two weeks. Take care. Thank you.